The Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Rocky Hill Accountants offers a unique, low-pressure approach to professional and personal services, which is why they have an excellent client retention rate and are extremely proud of the high-quality services that their firm provides. The executive team at Rocky Hill Accountants has over 35 years of combined experience in income tax preparation, bookkeeping, accounting, and IT crypto tax. They specialize in individual income tax preparation, as well as trusts, estates, and gift tax returns. The tax debt line for individuals is May 17th. If you're one of the 50 million Americans who still hasn't filed, visit RockyHillAccountants.com. What is up, basketball fans? It is officially play-in time here in the NBA. Two games less than two hours away from the first game of the day, which is the Pacers versus the Hornets. The 9-10 matchup followed by Chris's Celtics taking on the Wizards at 9 o'clock. Both games are on TNT. It's going to be exciting. It's the first year of this play-in format. Um but, yeah, without a further ado, let's start out with that first game. Hornets at Pacers. Uh, I got some stats to read off here. The Hornets won the regular season series 2-1. to one. Uh, The Hornets, our stats are as follows. They are 23rd in points per game at 109.5. Uh, they are the 14th best three-point shooting team uh, percentage-wise. And they are 17th in defensive rating, whereas the Pacers are actually the sixth highest scoring team in the NBA they are uh, 17th in three-point percentage and 13th in defensive rating. Uh, Isaiah, I'll start with you here. What's your uh, what's your take on this game? Who you got winning? Uh, it's definitely going to be a tough game. It's going to be a last possession type of game. I think what's going to be really important in this game is going to be for players like um, Jalen McDaniels, um, P.J. Washington, and Cody Zeller. If they can uh, crash the boards like they did, similar to the um, way they did a couple nights ago against the Knicks, they can get that team back in the game. They had 30 rebounds combined between them. So that right there is a bunch of extra, um, you know, extra opportunities to score. So if they can continue to get those, they can put themselves in a real good position to win tonight and advance actually into the playoffs. But it's going to take a combination of, yeah, that and um, I believe more Malik Monk and um, some more of the, uh, excuse me, what is his name? Uh, 
LaMelo <laughs> Ball. LaMelo Ball, yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. LaMelo Ball, yeah. It's going to take also Malik Monk and um, LaMelo Ball to also actually score this game. Uh, they didn't. They have been scoring much lately, but they, I, I guess they're going um, to have to find a way to get it going tonight. But uh, other than that, I don't have much take on it, this game, honestly. We all know what I'm waiting for, so. <laughs> um, you guys, Chris, if the Hornets are going to win this game, um, who for them really has to stand out? Who, who who do you have your eye on in this as that X factor in this Hornets on this Hornets team? Um, I'd say my X factor would have to be probably PJ Washington because you got to think coming into this game, uh, Demontis Sabonis is going to be the best player on the court, and um, in my eyes, with Karis LeVert not on the floor. Uh, Sabonis needs to drop 35, 40 points for them to win this game. They just don't have – and uh, is Brogdon out too? Uh, Brogdon, I'm not sure. Yeah, Brogdon's out. He's out. Yeah, so there's your starting backcourt for Indiana. If they're both out, out, then Sabonis needs to come in. A little bit of a connection if issue there. Is also out with Levert. Sabonis needs to put up 35, 40 points. So I'm my player to watch for the Hornets would be PJ Washington because he needs to play defense. He needs to be able to keep up with Sabonis with rebounding and be able to hold him to under 30 points. And if he does that, they can win this game. Jace, I'll ask you the same question just on the other side. Uh, Pacers, key to win. Obviously, we said their starting backcourt is out in uh, Malcolm Brogdon and Karis Levert. Who needs to step up? Obviously, that's not Devonta Sabonis on this Pacers team if they want to walk away with a win. Uh, I think Miles Turner. I know he's had uh, some. In- he hasn't played a lot this season with an injury, especially th- this end of the season. But uh, I think he really needs to dominate defensively. Uh, not let anyone drive in. Not let them get uh, points in the paint easy. Cause uh, and rely Terry Rozier. Malik Monk, uh, Lamel Ball, all these guys, even two shoot the threes. Cause I, I know they're all good shooters, but uh, it t- it's tough to live and die by the three sometimes. So you just got to hope that they, they don't get hot because without Karis LeVert and Brogdon, it's going to be really, really rough because uh, that front court for the Hornets is going to run wild. So – Miles Turner just needs to hold down the interior and maybe get a couple points uh, on the offensive end. Maybe throw up a 20 bomb. That, that, that should really help the Pacers get, get through. Yeah, Pacers certainly face a tall task, obviously. No one wants two starters out going into a uh, loser goes home and gets – I mean, you get a lottery pick at the end of the day, but that's not much um, – a lot of injury for the Pacers, like we said. The starting, they actually have three starters out. Their starting small forward, Edmund Sumner, is out. So Justin Holiday will be filling that. Jeremy Lamb also is out. Um, Aaron Holiday, Justin Holiday's brother, uh, is also out with an injury. So a lot of injuries for this Pacers team. Uh, they will have home court advantage. I'm not sure how the fan situation is going down in Indiana, but I guess any fans will do for any kind of advantage you get in a sport. Um, but I think, yeah, LaMelo Ball can step up on this team and make a big difference. Like Chris said, P.J. Washington has a tall task ahead of him on the defensive end defending DeMontis Sabonis. 
Uh, we know him. He can grab rebounds. He can block shots. He can score. Um, he's just a hybrid player, and, and he's really good. So he'll especially have to step up. So I think if P.J. Washington can lock down DeMontis Sabonis or even hold him to like 20, 25 points, the Hornets can walk away with a win and play for that eighth seed against the winner of Boston or the loser of Boston and Washington. Um, we'll go reverse way. Jace, Chris, and Zay, you guys give me your winners for this game, and uh, why don't you throw in a throw in a point differential too? Oh, um, I'm gonna go the Pacers just because I, I like big man basketball. Uh, I, I think the way they score it, they keep it low. So I see this being like uh, eighty something to ninety something, still very very close. Uh, but I, I'll, I'll take the Pacers' home court advantage and, and their ability to get it done down low. So Pacers by ten from Jace Chris. What do you got? I got the Pacers by five. I'm gonna go 108 to 103. Uh, I think it just comes down to overall experience. Uh, the Pacers, even though they're a little banged up right now. They got um, some key reserves that are veterans in this league, like Jeremy Lamb and Justin Holiday. And I think with, when you have the best player on the court, Demontis Sabonis, and no one who can uh, like PJ Washington isn't a bad defender, but I don't, I just don't see him stopping or slowing down Sabonis. Uh, Isaiah, what do you got? I'm going opposite of them. I got the Hornets by five, but it'll be in overtime. I see them winning this like a 110-105 type of game. One of those games that played tough defensively, but they, you guys tend to forget that the Hornets have a, a tendency to be explosive at times, and I think that's going to play a huge part in the game and momentum-wise. And I think if Terry Rozier can come into his own in this game, it could be a real nightmare for the Pacers. So, I mean, the Hornets by five. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with you, Isaiah. I got the. I'm going to have the Hornets winning by eight. I'll go um, 111 to 103. Uh, I, I think Lamelo Ball was born for the spotlight. Obviously he's had the, he's had the, um, the shining lights on him since he was a young kid at high school, mostly thanks to his dad and his older brother um, who got drafted uh, a few years before he did. So I'm going to go Hornets by eight to win the first playing game, first ever NBA playing game. Uh, we're going to discuss Celtics versus wizards next after this ad from Clovercrest media. It's off the Leonard, defended by Simmons. Is this the dagger? High fly ball, right field. Grossman back, track, wall, see ya! Into the second deck. A grand slam the other way for Aaron Judge. And the Yankees are pouring it on. For the latest news throughout the sports world, tune in to Sports Talk with R&J every Wednesday at 1 p.m. All right. So the next game up for the NBA play-in will be Boston against Washington. A lot of star power in this one. Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal taking on Jason Tatum and Kemba Walker. Uh, great game coming up. Celtics won the regular season two games to one. The Celtics um, are 16th, the 16th highest scoring team in the league. Uh, they are top 10 in three-point percentage and uh, middle of the pack, 14th in defensive rating. The Wizards, on the other hand, very, very strong offensive team, third in points per game. 
Uh, they are a very poor three-point shooting percentage, uh, bottom third of the league in three-point percentage. But if you let them get to the cup, they'll get their 10th overall and overall field goal percentage and 20th in defensive rating. So the Celtics will look to take advantage of that. Uh, Chris, I'll start with you. Obviously, Jalen Brown's not playing. Uh, Jason Tatum going to play a very big role in this game. Is he your X factor, or are you looking to the role players to kind of do their thing and get this done for the Celtics? I mean, I'm definitely looking to Tatum. Um, I really want to see – this is a big moment to see what he's really made of. I mean, we all know he's a superstar in this league, but this is a big game for him to really show if he can – because there isn't anyone on the Wizards that is guarding him. There isn't. You know, I mean, Denny Avia is not going to guard up Jason Tatum. There's no chance. So I expect him to come out and get 40 points tonight um, pretty easily. And um, so I'd say my X factor, it has to be Kemba, and then it also has to be guys like Romeo Langford and Marcus Smart. We need Marcus Smart to be able to shoot efficiently from the floor and be that number that number three scoring option. And we need guys like Romeo Langford or Aaron Neesmith to be able to come in and play good defense against uh, Russell Westbrook and uh, Bradley Beal. So I'd say my X factor is – I'd say my one X factor would probably have to be Marcus Smart. Uh, I wish Sean was here so I can go to him about Russell Westbrook, but he obviously is not with us. He's feeling sick. So feel better, Sean. Isaiah, I'll go to you next. Um, I'm going to ask you about the Wizards. Obviously, aside from the front court – or the backcourt with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, who are two top players in this league. I mean, let's be honest. Russell Westbrook just averaged a triple-double for the regular season, took the triple-double crown from Oscar Robertson. Um, who else on this Wizards team needs to step up that's not him, Bradley Beal, and Russell Westbrook? Honestly, I'm thinking tonight I don't think anyone else needs to. I think um, Bradley Beal and Westbrook understand how important this one game is for them. So I definitely think they'll be able to show one – And excuse me – ready to show up and play, but, uh, I mean, oh my gosh, you made me go through the entire, I hate when, I hate when you made me go through rosters I'm not familiar with. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm, like I said, uh, honestly, I'm not really sure, familiar with the front as they like their front court. Obviously I'm more familiar with their backcourt because Westbrook and Bradley Bill, but, uh, I'm not sure they're going to need any more than that. I believe um, Westbrook wants his chance to get a Durant next um, in the next round, and I think that's what he's looking forward to, and I think he's going to come out in annihilation mode tonight. As so, far as the rest of the guys, I think they just got to play their role. I'll ask you this. I, yeah. I, I believe they have him. He's another player who has to yeah. step up tonight. Uh, look, again, I'm not really, like I said, y'all asking someone who's actually excited about the playoffs about other teams. So I'm trying <laughs> Um, but uh, no, I don't think they're gonna need more than those two tonight, honestly. So, Jace, uh, I'll ask you this, Jace. Um, obviously, I agree with um, what uh, what's his face uh, Isaiah is saying on this. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal are obviously the most important players on this team. Does someone like Hachimura or Davis Bertans or Alex Len really um, need to step up, or is it Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook that really have to carry the load for this team and, and get a win over Boston? Well, he, I mean, we all know how Russ plays. He's going to have that chip on his shoulder, and he's going to come in and play and try and do everything. But I, I do think for him, uh, I, I bring me back to uh, – it was a couple years ago against my Jazz. 
the Thunder with, with uh, Russell Wilson on it. Russell Westbrook on it, my bad. He was like four for like 50. He shot 50 shots against my Jazz in, in the first round. You can't do that when you got – I understand that was him with the Thunder, and now he's got Bradley Beal with him. But still, you got to be able to delegate the ball. When you're that good of a passer – you can't have the whole world on your shoulders. And also, I mean, guys like Hachimura, uh, Bertans, Len, the Celtics are so weak on the inside, especially Robert Williams being out. Mm-hmm. So I think now's the time you got to take advantage. And I think uh, they will. And I'm excited for this game. This game's going to be – Christian Thompson playing tonight? I know he sat out the last game of the season. Is he playing? No, he's playing. Only uh, Brown and Williams are out for the Celtics. Um, Chris, I mentioned that the Wizards are the third, or was it three? I think it was the third. Yeah. Uh, Anyhow, a top-scoring team in this league. Uh, Do you have faith defensively that the Celtics can hold up and slow them down? I do. I have faith because we have the guys to do it. We have the personnel. We just need to put it all together. And that's been one of our biggest things throughout the season is it's number one, we haven't been fully, fully healthy most of the season. And um, but we have the guys to be able to get it done. Uh, Marcus Smart is one of the best perimeter defenders in this league. Uh, Romeo Langford is one of the best defenders on our team. And he's a really solid defender. He can guard multiple positions. Guys like even Tatum. Tatum is a very solid, underrated defender in the league. And Grant Williams. We have the personnel to be able to slow them down. It's just a matter of if we can put it all together or not. It's a matter of if we're switching on all the screens, if we're stopping them from getting to the inside, because like Jay said, we are very weak on the inside right now without Robert Williams. Um, My biggest X factor on defense needs to be Tristan Thompson because he has been very lackluster this year on defense. People are scoring on him at the basket at an insane rate and it's really hard to keep afloat as a team and keep like staying with it when they have that potent of an offense and people that can attack the basket that well and we don't have a rim protector so i do i do have faith that we can do it i'm just not sure that we will yeah it's gonna be a very interesting game uh i think jason tatum will go off though regardless win or loss i think jason tatum is gonna is gonna step up and shine in the spotlight i think he he was born for that just as lamello ball was i said before um i don't know about lamello let's <laughs> um, get past so, the bums already the, the, let's get past these people already let's get oh man um, let's go around the horn again zay chris and then jace let's get a winner and a uh point differential here again you got Isaiah. Wizards by 15. Wow. Oh my God. He wants that matchup with Durant. He wants it. Oh. Don't don't something like that. What you got? Uh, I think it's gonna be a really close game. Um, I think it's gonna be as close as Zay was saying that the Hornets uh, Pacers game is gonna be. Um I'm gonna I, of course, I want the Celtics to win. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Wizards do, but I'm going to go with the Celtics. I think Tatum is the best closer on the floor for tonight. So I'm going to go Celtics by two in OT. Oh, you're going Celtics? What a surprise. <laughs> you better get that Mitchell Robinson for MVP thing out of here. But... Hey, he might be back. Uh, oh. He might be back. Gosh. Jace, what do you got? 
He's not ruled out. <laughs> I, it, normally, when I agree with Zay, I got to double think it. I mean, like, <laughs> triple check everything. But but I'm going to go with Zay here. Wizards by 15. I think Russ is going to take over. Beal, I think he's feeling a little slighted that uh, because of his injuries, not in MVP. I think he at least deserves some talk for MVP, just the way he's able to score. I don't think – I understand why he's not, but I think he is going to have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder like that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if both them combined for 90 points. We have a 40 and a 50-point performance. I, I think they're going to take over the game, and it's going to be wild. You wouldn't be surprised if they dropped 90. Oh, my God. That would be ridiculous. That's very optimistic. <laughs> very optimistic. Wow. For me, I'm gonna go. I'm sorry, Chris, but I'm gonna go with the Wizards. Uh, oh. It won't be by 15, though. I think this game will end on a buzzer beater. Who makes it? I don't know. Um, but it will be someone on the Wizards, and the Wizards will win by one point. And the Celtics will be taking on the uh, Hornets for the eighth seed in the uh, second leg of this. This tournament here. I thought it was for the seventh seed. This whole thing is confusing me. This whole yeah, it is confusing. Who plays who is? It's all, I thought it was for the seventh. I thought no. I uh, so if the Celtics do lose, like I, I predicted, need, they I will play the winner of the nine ten for the eighth seed. Oh my god! The fact that you have, why did the NBA do this to us? <laughs> yeah, I, initially I thought it was going to be the seventh seed against the ten, and then the eight against the nine. Just in Bro, the one. I, Winner go home. I swear I went to bed last night and I thought I had this down pat. I, I don't I swear. <laughs> is, I'm so confused. This oh okay. Oh boy. All right, we're gonna get into the Western Conference games uh after another ad from Clovercrest, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, I'm figuring the Seattle management is gonna give you their time of day. What makes you think that Jerry Jones is going to listen to you? Sometimes they're blowing teams out by 10. Come on now. When they're on, they're on. Again, I'm going to need you to write LeBron a letter, send it to him, and say, Bron, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to hop off your bandwagon. Don't do that. All right. No offense to either of these teams, but this is probably the most unintriguing game that we've got on schedule here. Um, I think I almost got it figured out. So tomorrow at 7.30 on ESPN, the Spurs will take on the Grizzlies. Both of these teams kind of middle of the pack as far as stats, uh, middle of the pack defensively and offensively. Uh, very interesting matchup. Uh, Grizzlies did win the regular season series 2-1. to one. Um Jace, I'll start with you. What what do you got on this game? Anything anything interesting? You think it's going to be a good game or what? You know the the one thing, the one thing I have with this game is everyone talked about the play in and now it it was supposed to be so we can see Zion in in a playoff. It, it no one cares about Zion. John Morant is that guy from that class. He's the future of the NBA. He's the one bringing their team to play in meaningful games. Even look at last year when they had to do the play-in with uh, Portland, that one game in the bubble. So John Morant's the guy, and I'm going to go star power here to get it done at home. 
Chris, what about you? What do you got? You got um I'll ask you about the um the Spurs here. Who do you got uh being the most important player on the Spurs team for this game? Uh for Spurs Grizzlies, um that's nothing just because um I would but it's really since the Eastern Conference Finals, I think four or five times. Although he hasn't gotten past LeBron before, he's been there before. And Greg Popovich, and before he went, and power, they are still a solid. Team. a very underrated player in this league right now. And Demar Derozan is one of the most between them two, I think they're going to do really well. It's one of the best young talents in this league. Zion Williamson is of the most efficient players in basketball out of this world. It's unseen. You know what I mean, so I have the Spurs winning. I don't think it's going to be easy. Um, Jonas comes in and gets 25 points. The Spurs are lacking inside right now. Well, I got the Spurs by like five. I got the Spurs by five in a low screen. I'm going to hunt it. All right. Um, a little choppy there, Chris. Your connection might have been cutting in and out. But um, I hear more of the stories. You got the Spurs by five. We caught that. I know you were talking about Zion Williamson being an important player in this league, but obviously that doesn't matter right now. Um, Isaiah, opposite for the Grizzlies. Obviously they have John Morant, who's one of the most explosive young players in the league. Um, I mean, Triple J, is he going to step up? Who do you got stepping up for this Grizzlies team that's not named John Morant? Well, you always got to pick on me. Why can't I always just say John Morant? You know I got John Morant on the mind. Hey, if it's John Morant, then go ahead. If you think John Morant's going to have the game of his life, go ahead. He better have the game of his life. He played miserably the other day. No, I'm kidding. I think he actually played really well against the um, Golden State Warriors. I think he'll bounce back really well. They him, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., another one who has to step up. You know, a lot of people were skeptical about him with the injury and everything. He's come back. He's looked pretty well. Is you know, I mean... Like I said, it's just going to take a, a mix of this young core of guys to really get it done for them. It's going to take Valachunas, obviously, crashing boards. It's, and and obviously, they're going to have to figure out a way to stop DeMar DeRozan, who we know could be a franchise type of player. He's done it before on the Raptors. So if you could find a way to neutralize him, then things could work out well for you. But obviously, I can't name someone named John Morant, but anybody else you got that I miss, Chase? I mean, I don't know. I, I, it's going to be interesting because, I mean, look look at what Boyd Riley said. I mean, yeah, pop, it's coach versus star, I think. Uh, and I'm just going to go with the star in John Morant. And he does have a better team. I do think, like, uh, like Chris mentioned, the lack of uh, the trouble that the Spurs have been having down low with Valanciunas and uh, Jackson, I think they'll eat that up. And, uh, yeah, so that's why I got the Grizz. Uh, yeah, um, I'll go Memphis, too. I don't see the Spurs winning this game unless Greg Popovich has 
an absolute like um uh masterful game plan. Uh, um DeMar DeRozan obviously like Chris was mentioning has has had playoff experience. He's taken the to Raptors all the way to the conference finals but obviously can never get the job done. Um because he had to go get the greatest player to ever play. It's a part of his <laughs> uh, Yeah, about that. Anyway, um, where Sean at? Where I need we'll him? We'll talk about that another day. That'll certainly be a topic for the off season. But um, nothing right now. We're focusing on Demar Derozan versus John Morant. Come on, Isaiah. How you making that? Um, no, but uh, I, I do see the Grizzlies winning this game, but. I also wouldn't be surprised on the other end if the Spurs can pull out a gritty win. Uh, you know, like the comment down there said, Greg Popovich isn't going to let this game go easily. So I could see it being back. It's, it's either going to be a really close game and a Spurs win or the Grizzlies are just going to blow them out of the water. I think it, it'll go one of those two ways. Um, Regardless, whoever wins this game is going to lose to the ne- the loser of the next game. That is very true. And Jace mentioned that. Are you we don't know that. We don't know that. We don't know that. Uh, I will bet my house on it. Anything can happen. It could be a freak injury tonight. If you, would you, you bet your house and lose your house. Anything can happen. I don't own a house, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, we'll get into the uh, probably the most intriguing game coming up here. Uh, on this Western Conference, both both between both conferences, this is the most interesting game. Uh, we're going to run you guys another ad from Clovercrest Media, but next we will get into Lakers versus Warriors. Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys to the city. I crossed up by Kobe, well, floated Shaq, and then Shaq goes like this, and the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. But speaking of those Lakers. But I, but I, hold on, hold on. But I didn't make my I didn't make my I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clover Crest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. All right. 10 p.m. tomorrow night. Warriors at Lakers, obviously, this is a huge game. The Lakers fell into this place while Anthony Davis and LeBron James were both injured, but they are back. Steph Curry won a scoring title this season, averaging an absurd 30-plus points per game. I mean, LeBron versus Steph Curry has always been a great show. This in a, um, you know, uh, playoff scenario type of game will be very interesting to see. Uh, obviously, uh, we'll take a look at the numbers here for the uh, series. Lakers won the regular season, surprisingly, 2-1. to one. Um, The Lakers are 22nd in total points per game, 21st in three-point shooting. Uh, but they are first in defensive rating, the best defensive team in the league. Uh, the Warriors, 113.7 points per game, ranks 12th. Ninth best three-point shooting team. And this caught me off guard. I did not know the Warriors were like that on the defensive end. They were the fifth best team defensively in the regular season. So we could be looking at a low-scoring game. We could also be looking at a very high-scoring game. Uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis, we know, can uh, score very, very well. And Steph Curry, obviously, like I said, just won a scoring title. So it's going to be a hell of a game. Uh, Isaiah, I'll start with you here. 
Just give me your analysis. I mean, there's so much to talk about on this game. Just shoot. Tell me what you got. I don't even know where to start. You're talking about the greatest player of all time versus the greatest shooter of all time. You talk about the should have been defensive player of the year versus a could have been defensive player of the year if he didn't get hurt. It's going to be an interesting matchup, but I think without Klay Thompson, I think it's going to be hard for them to to, to go over this mountain, which is LeBron and AD. I think if you mix that with Dennis Schroeder and, and you combine that with that whole team, it becomes a nightmare for others. And I think this Laker team is actually going to make a pretty deep run in the playoffs. So I think this one game is just a, a warm-up for what's to come, and I think the Lakers actually may take a you know run at that Western Conference Finals. But, again, it'll be a great effort from Curry. I'm sure he'll put up a 40-50 night. I'm sure Draymond would help him out. And I'm sure uh, – <clears throat> um, oh, my God. Uh, Chris is going. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, Chris. Uh, wow. Train of thought completely gone. And yeah, I was good. So yeah, and Andrew Wiggins will um step up also, but I don't think it'll be enough to beat this Lakers team. They're just way too loaded, and they're gonna be a team that makes a really deep run in this playoffs. Jace. Yeah, Jace, why don't you tell me about um I'll ask you on the Warriors side. Aside from Steph Curry, uh who's that guy you you will look to step up? Is it Draymond Green? Is it Andrew Wiggins? Is it uh, Jordan Poole is it Juan Toscano Anderson? A lot of good role players on this Warriors team. Who's the most important one that needs to step up? I think, as far as scoring goes, it has to be Andrew Wiggins. We've seen glimpses of great stuff from him, but he needs to really bring it for this game. It's going to be very important. And but as far as everything else, I, I think Draymond Green. He's got to be able to hold and slow down AD and LeBron because he's going to be matched up on both of them throughout the game. And then also he is very good. He, he has phenomenal vision. And if he if when he gets the ball, he can find the open guys to give them uh, good looks uh, and rack up those assists. Uh, I think the Warriors could get it done. I was going to leave this question for Chris, but uh, obviously we know he was having connection issues, not his fault. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you who I think the most important player for this Lakers team is besides the two superstars they have. Call on Kyle Kuzma to step up. Uh, he has been – excuse my language, but he's been dog shit this year. Um, <laughs> he's, wow. Yeah, he has not been good coming in. I think he's just – he's declined ever since he came into the league. He was at his highest point his first season. And every year he's took a step down. I want Kyle Kuzma to step up. Uh, I think he played very well during the postseason last year. So what a better setting to step up for the Lakers and secure them a seventh seed in a uh, matchup against an inexperienced Suns team in the first round that I think they could easily win that series in five games, if I'm being honest. Um, so look for Kyle Kuzma to step up. But, uh, I mean, there's a lot of players on this Lakers team that could step up. Montrez Harrell, Dennis Schroeder, uh, Andre Drummond, Marcus Soule, Talon Horton Tucker, Alex Caruso. I mean, this Lakers team. I, I hate Alex Caruso, by the way. Um, this I Lakers team, Horton Tucker. <laughs> this um. Oh, now I'm sorry about that. Um, this Lakers team is full of uh, role players who can get the job done. It's part of the reason why they won a championship last year. Um, obviously, additions like Dennis Schroeder, Montrez Harrell, and. Uh, Andre Drummond make the full difference. But 
we're going to see if Curry has a vengeance, and he's going to see if he can get the Warriors a matchup with the Suns in the first round, uh, opposed to the scary Jazz team that Jace supports. Um, I completely forgot they had Drummond. He's come over and not been much of a factor at all. I think he's averaging 10 points and 11 rebounds. Yeah, I completely so forgot. Double, double, but you can get that out of an average center. Uh, he has not been the elite center that we all thought he was going to be coming over to that team. Um, we'll do some score. Go to New York. We'll do some score predictions. Jace, why don't you give me yours first? All right. I think it's going to be a close game, but the Warriors win by five. You want to know why? This is straight, strictly coming from my heart. I want the smoke. The Jazz want the smoke. Give us LeBron. Give us AD. Round one, we'll send them packing right off the rip. Let's go, baby. Jazz Lakers, round one. Write it up. Let's get it. Bold statements by Jace. Um, He brought the energy today. Zay, what do you got for this game? I will say, I'm going to start off by this. Jace, I agree with you. We are both in higher thinking right now, thinking about better teams and higher seeds. We're not really paying these attention to these, these small fries. But I don't bet against the king. In a one-game scenario, I don't bet against the king. I, I, it's just not – in my I don't see it winnable. I think it would be a deep-scoring game. I think it would be like a 120-123 type of game. But I feel the Lakers will pull it out. I feel the uh, Warriors will push them to, the, you know, to their max like they do. But the Lakers will come out on top. Three-point victory, 120-123, something like that. You know – I'm going to go historically speaking. Uh, historically, Stephen Curry has gotten the best of LeBron in the postseason. So I'm going to have them continue that trend. I'm going to have the Warriors winning 140 to 130. I think it will be an absolute shootout. I think it will go to overtime. I think Curry's going to drop 45 to 50 points. Uh, he's going to hit 10 plus threes. This guy's going to ball out and do everything he can. I also see Draymond Green getting a triple double in this game. Um, and defending Anthony Davis fairly well. Uh, so that I – I mean, in games like these, when there's so much meaning no. behind them, chemistry is a big part, and you need to have those other guys. And with the Lakers, everyone being injured for so long and coming back and leaving again, it, it's – I don't think that chemistry is going to hold up as well as the Warriors have shown theirs has, especially at the – End of the don't season. Bet against the king. You'll learn the hard way. You don't. Hey, bet I, I'm sure people said that in the four straight finals they were in, but he lost three of them, didn't he? I'm taking the bet against the king. Can we? We're not going to get into that. The specifics of all that. Who was hurt? Who wasn't oh, playing? Here comes they, they. They got the best of LeBron. They won the first championship, and he was MVP of the series. Even though they gave it to Eagle Dollar. Michael Jordan played with the damn flu. Get out of here. Uh, Michael Jordan played with the flu. You know, I love how people talk about Michael Jordan. They always leave out the 10 years prior when he got smoked in the 80s, before the 90s. Well, let's forget about those years when Isaiah Thomas and, and the bad boys were kicking him out the playoffs. But we're going to have six. Those six up. I don't care. I don't six, care. No. When he was Magic Johnson biatch back in the days. What the hell is LeBron? Three and nine? Three and six? Jordan couldn't get there that many times if he wanted to. 
And if he did, he would have won every damn. He time. broke down at the six. He couldn't do no more. Oh my God! Here we LeBron, go. How many in a row? Nine in a row. Jordan broke down after six. LeBron is still running. Yeah. I think that, that's an off-season debate. Yeah. Anyhow, we're in for a treat with these four playing games. Uh, at the end of the day, it will be six we're, playing games. Here we go, Lucas. Yeah. I, I said who my jazz, who I want my jazz to play. Who do you want to come out of the playing tournament for your Sixers? I want, uh, I want Boston. I want of course Boston. You do. Of course Joel you do. Joel Embiid will wreck their interior uh, defense. They're no match for Joel Embiid. I do not want Washington. I will tell you that right now. Uh, Russell Westbrook is a maniac. I don't want him anywhere near my team. I think that guy has the motor of a of a Ferrari. Uh, he just doesn't stop. Bradley Beal, obviously, neck and neck with Curry up until the last game for the scoring title. So get that Wizards nonsense away from me. Uh, they can deal with Kevin Durant and their broken chemistry-ass Brooklyn Nets team. So um, knock them out. I'd like to see the Wizards in the second round a little more beat up. That's a good choice because you got a monster that's going to be waiting for you in the second round after our four-game sweep. That's believe we're going to be waiting ready. Oh, yeah, big. I am so looking forward to the playing the Hawks in the second round. Here, oh, right. yeah. That'll be, that'll oh, be yeah. A great, great matchup. I can't wait. I can't wait. You sound like all the analysts. Bet against the Knicks. I love the underdog role. I love it. Oh, the oh. NBA playoffs are here, and it couldn't feel any better, especially since all three of our teams are in. None of our teams are in this play in bull crap. Uh, we have Thank all qualified, God. we have all been solid throughout the whole season. So we will see. If any of our three teams will end up winning the championship, um, I'm gonna tell you, it's good. The Knicks got home court advantage, and we got 50 now. You can feel that. You can feel that Madison Square Garden. You got vaccinated section and the unvaccinated. It's gonna get crazy in there. It's gonna feel like real playoff basketball. That's gonna. Oh, I don't know if the Hawks are gonna be ready for that. That's a young team. That's gonna be real playoff basketball. It's gonna feel like the 90s, boy. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, anyways, it should be exciting. Uh, six playing games in total between the two conferences. Um, but we're in for a good treat here. Uh, so we'll be back. I don't know if we're going to do more shows because it's playoffs, so we're going to stick with the same schedule, but you'll be hearing from us. Check our Facebook. Uh, we do daily games of the day and players of the night. Um, so look out for tonight's player of the night. Um and stay tuned for more on upcoming shows. For Chris Pagano, who fell out uh, with some connection issues, thanks for coming on, Chris. Kings A, Big Jace, and uh, yours truly, Lucas Baldock. This has been the Posting Up Podcast on Clover Chris Meet. Mm-hmm.